Thank you, Matthew. Hello and welcome, guys. Behind the Bunker, Monday night. It's uh, 8.05, as it always is. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, good news and bad news tonight. Good news is we are live for a great show. Bad news is uh, we lost Josh Zubizabrikis again tonight. He is... Uh, successful podcast. He, he, he had a successful first podcast. And... Uh, he, with his three listeners, he's thinking he's going to duplicate, double it for next week. But uh, yeah, hopefully we see Josh back next week. He uh, he just messaged me before the show, and I don't think he's going to be able to make it in. But we do have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in to uh, Behind the Bunker. Much like uh, Behind the Bunker, Flaggers is also a virtual paintball field. Currently, we are striving to get open again. We are not closed because of COVID. Um, protocols we are closed because of the pandemic we lost our location so it has nothing to do um, with the current COVID protocols we did lose our location due to COVID and the outcome of some things locally but we could be open if we in fact had a spot for anyone that's confused but if you're confused and you still want to help us out take a moment to sign the petition I will pin it later because we need a few more actually about 250 more um, petition signings to reach uh, 5,000, which is apparently a milestone in petition land. But anyway, I'm going to turn you guys and girls over to my friend Gavin Sharma. Boom. That's right. I didn't do the intro because of Matt, uh, but I'm grateful to be here, folks. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, hitting that like and share button as well. And my friend Joseph B. Kimson did say, we're not going to be a dead horse, but I do hope you can hop over there if you haven't done so already to change.org backslash save flag raiders and sign the petition. You don't have to donate. Just put your name down. Even if you live in the area or not, uh, it's certainly going to help us get to that 5,000 milestone, which gets a little bit more media attention. So thanks for tuning in. Do your part, folks, uh, both in the petition and sharing this program so we can have a great program tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, can we go to Joe's camera for a second? I just realized where I left it. See right over his left shoulder. That's my evil umbrella. I couldn't find it the other day. I knew I had it somewhere. That's your right. I couldn't remember where it was. And that was given to me by uh, Eric Engler. I made comment an on the show e- once. evil umbrella. Yeah, and he had sent that out. And uh, I, I, I take that with me to paintball events when it's calling for rain. And it's my uh, personal stash. And I won't. I won't let anyone else use it. It's like Joe has a has a really nice dye umbrella, and you bring it out only once in a while. And I, I keep two exalt ones. I have an exalt in, one in my car underneath yeah. my back seats in case it rains. Okay, so you had success with uh, calling out. Hey, I would like an umbrella. And Eric Engler uh, complied, and he sent you one. Uh, can you use your magic for leads? Because uh, I could really use EMG a EMG one hundred, EMF one hundred. Yeah. So if you can use your if you can use your magic and uh, leads, I know you're listening right now. This is not me. This is Todd Anshin speaking. Uh, so please send us six guns right away. Yeah. You know what? I love the EMF, and I would. I said last week I wouldn't. I don't. I don't enjoy MagFed as much as you guys do, but uh, I don't know that. M170R is still the bee's knees as far as I'm concerned. I do... The bee's knees, he says. The bee's knees. I know that's what a lot of Brits say. That's a very common phrase. Um, So is Mark Spencer. (laughs) Do you know that George Hay will be versing Tony Elliott at Hell Survivors this coming weekend for Fallout, ladies and gentlemen? Make sure you guys go get signed up. And uh, not for that Tony guy, but for George. 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 Join join the Croc Warriors. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine a whole squad of Croc-wearing warriors? (laughs) What what kind of genre is that? (laughs) It's a genre. But if it was raining that weekend, you just hear, like, squeaky feet shoes. You would not. Going through the bushes. If they're wearing their darn uh, darn tough socks, make sure you tag that in the chat. Um, Crocs and darn tough socks. Um, Yeah, that'll be an unstoppable force. What is our end game with darn tough socks? We keep mentioning them. I'm giving up on them. If anybody else has... They're still my favorite socks. I love them. I'll, I'll endorse them if they support me. Damn it! Do you have you messaged them before, Joe? Um, not with not not for five Re- or six remind, years. Okay, remind me and I'll I'll message them from our account. So I entered their contest. Why am I even talking about this? Uh, for <laughs> a, it's like it's like you guys in food, which we'll get to eventually. Uh, and oh, I, uh, for well, a I life, hope so. For a lifetime supply of socks. And uh, when you enter it in, it's for seven pairs of socks because they're guaranteed for life. What yeah. a chintzy no, prize what, that is! Seven me? pairs. Brilliant, brilliant, darn tough. I love your contest. Please, please, please select me. It should be eight, it should be at least eight or more because that way, if you send one back, you still have. All right. You full, still have a record. There's always yeah. a, Andrew Woodward, darn tough, the preferred sock of Naval Special Warfare. Is that true, or um, do you wear fit socks? 
Oh, or are they sockless with their maritime assault? No, on? they no? they even in, even they wear darn tough socks in their wetsuits or All their right. dry suits. There we go to keep their feet warm because you can't if you have hypothermia on your toes. You oh, can't true. do Navy Seal foot signals. Here, they're not not phalanges. What are they? I think the bones in your feet are phalanges. Phalanges. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not like when you go to French Lick. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I hope they have more games in French Lick. <laughs> I just want to promote them. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, so tonight on the show, we don't have Josh, but we do have a good uh, couple of things to talk about. Do you play to win or just to have fun? We'll, we'll argue about that one in a little bit. And we are going to watch your live comments in the chat so we can, uh, you know, we can get you guys up there involved in the conversation as well. And uh, what is your favorite place to eat or thing to eat after the field? And I'll be honest with you, um, I posted this picture because it was one of ours, but the amount of people that tagged, not tagged them, but like brought up the fact that, yes, this is their favorite place that plays uh, plays locally at the Moose, uh, was unbelievable. So, so why don't we have nachos in studio right now? I, that's what I was thinking. Ah, we, nachos. We could have ordered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later in the show, we're going to talk about uh, the, the uh, hardcover book called Famous. We'll give you more information on that, so stay tuned. That comes up shortly. Uh, Jarek Skibo, I, pr- I promised him I'd bring this up, and I, I apologize. I missed out last week. Um, but we are looking to raise some money for Alex's all-terrain power chair. If you guys right, are I feeling up to uh, giving away some pocket change, you can see some guys have donated. Trevor donated 40 bucks. Philip, 25 Um You know, I don't have that kind of rolling around money, but I, I would certainly donate to this. This is... I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Don't give me that look. I honestly didn't mean I, that. You could have kept going. I just looked at Matt like, WTF? Really? <laughs> okay. I didn't mean that. I meant like walking or no, walking worse. <laughs> okay. Oh. Let's oh, stop this right Let's now. Dig that up. was not. Okay. We're starting th- yeah. over again, right? Yes, okay. That was Hi, not welcome anything to, welcome intentional. Welcome to the program. Yeah. So anyways, we really want to help uh, Alex out and get uh, an all-train power chair. So if you guys can, if someone, please, please, please. Uh, could do a search for that in um, on GoFundMe and post it in our live chat so everyone knows where to find that as well as on YouTube. That would be that would be super great. And I apologize, that was not a joke intended for. And this is the gentleman that uh, would you know just keen on playing paintball and yep. would have referees pushing him around. So I think this is a great thing for somebody who's got the heart and soul uh, and really the future of the sport uh, to be able to have accessible play. And as we as we know, it's a mechanized sport. Uh, it's accessible to everyone. Uh, so if we can have kept the, keep this guy on the field, uh, a little bit more independence, I think this is a great cause. So if you have a couple of uh, a couple of dollars in your pocket, please, 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 uh, go hit the GoFundMe uh, account. And uh, what if I had some kroners in my pocket? I'm, I'm sure if they can do a conversion of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, if you can get if you can get behind this and really help this young man out uh, to continue to grow and, uh, and 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 participate in the sport that he loves, yeah. uh, please do so for sure. Um, iconic paintball teams episode five coming up with Femme Fatale that come that's uh, will be debuting in uh, just over two weeks. Uh, paintball for a cure, Gavin, coming up on September. Uh, sorry, October 9th. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's all. Because <laughs> I've it done the a, same damn I know. thing. Check it out at GRC, weeks, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Some sad news today. Uh, Russell, one of our favorite uh, reps from from uh, DLX, the manufacturer of the Lux paintball marker, is stepping down from uh, working with the ICC directly. Um, he and Tim. I want to say he and Tim were kind of the initiators of it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I, I'm a little heartbroken that he's he's no longer going to be helping with it, but they do have a, a team of people uh, that have taken it over and, and have been working doing the admin, admin of it. So, you know, I think they're going to miss Russell, and, and I know Russell's going to continue to do some, some more promotions of his uh, events, but, uh, you know, we wish him well with whatever he does next. 100%. So he's always been great to us on the show, uh, even off the show as well. So I appreciate... Uh, uh, you know, it might have been really, really difficult for him to step away from the from the project, which is partly his baby as well. Uh, so I wish him all the best uh, in his new initiatives and new adventures. Um, and I hope it's all paintball related. It sounds like he's going to be doing events as well. So please keep us posted, Russell, and we'll definitely uh, we'll we'll chat in the future. Yeah, for sure. Charles Holton wants to know how he sends a saw buck. I, I think uh, GoFundMe takes those. I'm not sure. Go f you takes those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you know about this, Joe? What I know about that is it's the Planet Eclipse uh, Speedster loader. It's If you're looking for a battery-powered loader that's super well-made, uses an insanely small amount of battery power, and will leave you with enough money in the bank to play paintball to buy some extra mags and get yourself 
shooting. It's the Planet Eclipse Speedster. That came out sort of late last year. Um, we, we sold a couple of them. They were retailing for about 95 bucks Canadian at the time, so which is probably 70 American. $69 American so it's a super it's a super well made it's like if anyone's been playing paintball long enough and then remembers the original view loaders when they were made in Texas and you could stand on the shell this this is the equivalent of that the the plastic is super robust super durable and each one has been hand assembled by uh, Leds himself that's what he does at his desk yeah during tea and I've had the best compliment of my life Oh, oh! Sebastian Monnier in the chat uh, wants to know if there's compression because my voice is majestic. Oh, God bless your, <laughs> your heart, voice my is majestic. <laughs> majestic, what? and that's coming from Seb, our former sound engineer who helped set up the studio. Uh, bless your heart, my friend. Bless your heart, Seb, 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 Seb. He's if if it wasn't for him being an anti-dentite, I'd have him on the show. <laughs> he doesn't floss, right? He does not. <laughs> um, going back to the speedster, though, if you want to like. If you look at it, it almost looks like a rotor in the fact that it comes apart quite easily. And it's and, and people bring up in the fact that it's like a Revy. To me, if you just need a loader, that's going to work whether you're competing at 10 balls a second with NXL or whether you're playing in the woods or the bush, you know. Um, Ooh, that's this quite is, harmonic. <laughs> we're trying to do it all at the same time for Seb. Uh, this is the perfect loader. And again, like I said to Joe, when I, I put this up today, I said, I kind of forgot they had this loader. Like, I feel bad. Like... When people ask me about loaders, we've never really brought it up lately, and, and I, I think it was yeah, worth... But uh, on the other hand, we're pretty mag too when we talk. We don't always talk about, you know, loaders and stuff. We I, talk about vests and plate carriers agreed. and I, stuff I think, like that. I think the loader department is typically Todd's area, so you're really slacking on that. <laughs> but, oh, you sure he's blaming it on me. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I, I think the loaders that get us excited would fit within the mech market, uh, not so much the pew-pew, market <laughs> <laughs> oh that's when i that's my sound when i used to play guns as a kid um what was i gonna say oh this came in from um somewhere leds not from leds <laughs> is it a package full of <laughs> emfs no this came in um from bobby doust doust from the boonie boys look what he sent he sent a little three-way three -way covers or three-way hose what was it? Couplings or whatever they are? Um, hold on. I'll tell you what, what he called them. But uh, three-way skulls. But he made them. They're custom green and blue. That's fantastic. Matt, I don't know if you can... I, I know I, you can't Oh, really and you put them in. on already. Look at that. I did. Well, it only takes a moment to do so. I hold it. And it I actually... Uh, with your eyes or with your hands? Well, I want... <laughs> That's going to increase the resale value. It is. And now that I've got them on... Start throwing out your bids, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, just kidding. Those are kind of cool. Got yeah. It. So well done. Thank you. Uh, what has Doust ever done for me? Nothing. Let, let us butcher his name every week. <laughs> That's a really great job. I wish uh, the cameras would um, be able to actually pick up on high depth. But uh, it's fantastic. So what you're saying is Matt sucks at his job. I'm just saying you suck. and You, you need to invest in better cameras. <laughs> yeah. But that does look good. I'm very does, excited yeah. about that. Rick, Rick, Rick Chart says, when you're talking to your salespeople, make sure you're looking you're looking forward to seeing them at Extravaganza in February. Yeah, where is it being held? Oh, it's going to be held. <laughs> it, you know, um, it's going to be held at the Washington, sorry, the Hilton Washington Dulles Airport. You know, Milo and I have been watching um, Die Hard 2, and it takes place at Washington at Dulles Airport when the terrorists take over the airport. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, February 8th to the 10th, 2022, uh, there's a, a room rate of 119 a room. Uh, why they're having it back on the East Coast in the Washington area, because I believe it's 70% of the U.S. population can drive there in about eight hours. So a lot more fields and stores can bring in more of their staff to sit in on the tech courses and look at the new products that will hopefully be, be unveiled because the industry is not going to be flat rolling into 2022. So Not at all. I love the idea that Rick uh, had put in the chat. So if you're a field or store and you're talking to your sales rep, yeah, ask them if they're going to be at Extravaganza. And uh, if they say no, ask them why not. Why because not I think this is exactly what we need to do to continue to grow the sport, to grow the industry. Uh, the last Extravaganza was fantastic. 
uh, that I could scream extravaganza repeatedly. Extravaganza. Uh, and, you know, everybody in the room concurs. And we talked about this numerous times. The industry was on an upswing. There was much more collaboration and, uh, so I would say, unity uh, within the <laughs> organization. Cody, uh, did you say unity? <laughs> yeah. Unity. Uh, so, you know, I'm really hoping to replicate that again uh, for this year. And so talk to uh, talk to your rep and make sure that the companies they represent are there uh, to give offerings to the people. And if you're a field or store owner, make sure you sign up as well because, as Joe said, it's easily accessible to get there uh, make sure that you're providing education and entertainment for your 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 field and store uh, with all the, the courses because there's something there's an offering for everybody uh, and there's tremendous value for showing up make sure you get there in February we'll be there for sure yeah yeah I'm looking forward to that and hopefully that that sadly might be the first time we get to travel stateside I, this, I, I suspect rate, that'll be the first time I'll be on a plane since uh, since Alaska we again. might drive though so we can we need a car so we can drive to I'm hitchhiking the Army I want every store. chance I can being in someone's car without their mask I'm gonna ride the rails with my hobo bindle <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there well you can't take Greyhound anymore they're they don't operate in, no, a, in Canada do anymore no they do they come into Toronto Montreal and Vancouver. I For those of you that watch, we are from Canada and we don't pronounce it right, but it's actually pronounced Tirana. 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 And it's Greyhound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you guys want, we can take my Zeppelin. Ooh. <laughs> How is that, Seb? Were we on key? Chase traffic. We're doing a lot of harmonizing. About 45 minutes from there, so you'll see me. Good. Chase Chase will make arrangements to get a van so he can shuttle us around. That'd nice. be amazing. Nice. Oh, okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks for the offer, Chase. We'll have, take you up on that. And he'll have a new theme song. Hey, Behind the Bunker's here now. <laughs> will there be free candy in the van? Yeah. Wi-Fi. It's I'm, all Wi-Fi. Well, I miss Chase Traffic Morris's first Behind the Bunker when he was still uh, a teenager. It was Behind the Bunker. Yeah. Um, why don't we move on? We still have the vault to get to tonight. We still have... Uh, tonight's topic to get to and we want to talk about uh, the famous uh, book as well so why don't we go and do uh, Joe's from the vault and then we'll be right back ladies and gentlemen hey it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault where we go back in history back into the early days of paintball and we look for something that's kind of cool something that's definitely old and something you may not have seen for a while or at all so we're going back into the sub vault this is this bag, this Planet Eclipse bag, is laden full of lots of old school items. Today we are going to look at my Empire Reloader B-Hopper. Um, this is the predecessor to, you know, the Prophecy or any of the HK loaders or the Die loader or anything like this. This probably weighs a pound and a bit. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty robust plastic. Uh, this one was sound activated, so as it fired it, you, it would actually send a ball in. It's one of the first loaders to have the race raceway inside with the loader. There was a little wheel at the bottom that you could spin if the ball's jammed. Um, this one's pretty old, but this one was sound activated, so it's pretty cool. This was available in a variety of different colors. We used to sell them in you know clear and black, then a, a fellow would come in or a player would come in and buy a different kind of shell. Um, and modified. This is my obviously my olive green one that I would have probably used on my VF tactical. But if you're watching, we're still waiting for the 40th anniversary um, autococker combination of with some rails and some stuff like that in a matte black finish. But we're still waiting. But anyway, this is my um, Empire Reloader B um, sound activated hopper, and you've been watching from the vault. And we'll see you next time. Pew pew had a debate in uh not really a debate it was a fisticuff no it was todd, oh, I'm, todd I'm, asked, I'm just sweeping up the todd broken glass it wasn't that todd said wasn't that a halo and i said no that was a reloader <laughs> the reloaders were sound activated the halos had eyes and see andrew woodward said wow i thought it was a halo b2 no the the reloader bees were sound activated and the halos had eyes break beam eyes so it's kind of cool um those are really you know almost the the evolution of the high performance loader yeah. back then it, like they it, you needed a screwdriver and everything to take them apart if you broke a ball and it became you know a challenge it's not like today's you know the prophecy or the the rotor or you know the new planet eclipse speedster loader that just you know disassembles toolless disassembly back then you know 
you you needed a little bit of time to clean your loader and even to change the batteries was an ordeal and they so had, that's why you had three loaders so you had three <laughs> two or three masks three loaders but that you know that that's you know what where where we've came from part of the evolution you know the evolution of the sport and it, it keeps you know refining itself to sort of where we are now so uh next week we'll have something different at, from the vault you we'll know there's so many loaders that came out within a four or five year period like yes. the tsa's the ricochets oh Ricochet. yeah uh mel eager in the seven in uh, youtube chat wants to have a vibe check um, without Zuby here, positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. Well, no, I figured I miss Zuby. I know, but it's like it's the same thing we happens uh, when he's here or not. We don't go to him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's no difference. So we just no. put a, a cardboard cutout of Zuby there. He's not sitting beside me stewing just right scowling. Oh, <laughs> yes. um, no, we miss Zuby. He says, uh, uh, any vibes yet from the manufacturers about cool new stuff coming out this year? Uh, I haven't. Heard I anything. have heard nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. But in the defense of some of the manufacturers, you know, there's really like with the pandemic, it's got to be hard to do some R and D. A lot of companies have let their R and D departments go. I, I do expect to see big unveils, not massive, but I think a couple of showstoppers for sure. I, uh, I hope extravaganza. so. So that's what I'm excited about because there hasn't been a lot of with all the shuffling around and, you know, reps moving or being downsized, uh, it's kind of hard to get the inside scoop. So I'm yep. really excited about seeing, you know, when the unveiling with the the booth babes there and do you come with a gun? Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. Right? So I'm like that. that do you think there's going to be new markers out? I don't know. I don't know. I know there's new been a hopper couple of... Because there's not enough of those. Yeah, there's been some cross, cross promotions of like uh, some, you know people rebranding other people's guns right now that's been going on but i mean meh now i'd like to see new stuff talk about russell jackson the icc and the mech movement do you think we're going to see much more mech introduced um i I, it's all speculation you've already like you've got this you got the shocker they've made into uh mechanical you've got all the planty guns that you can get into mechanical i mean like the '98 still mechanical. Yeah, like how are you uh, and cockers are still uh, still going strong. I, I don't think I, you want to compete in that realm anymore. Well, but, our, but our good friends at Planet Eclipse—they're dominating the mech scene, right? Yeah. So, do you think that people want to, you know, hop in on that? Like, I think Leds hop- is all flashy on the mech scene. Uh, you know what? <laughs> he, like, he, 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 you think he's blushing right he now? Tra- like, he oh, traded you traded in his electric car and he's riding a bicycle now. He's so into the mech scene. <laughs> but you, but, okay, but you can't, but you can't, you can't diminish or, or dis- dismiss the fact or that they're dominating. Glory. They're dominating the mech scene right now, at least competitively, right? So do you think like other other companies out there, other gun manufacturers looking at that saying, okay, well, we need a we need a piece, piece of that pie. Yeah. All I'm thinking about right now is how Leds has kicked Dirk Diggler out of the mech scene. <laughs> you know what I Why? mean? What are you going on about? I don't know, just the oh, scene. Oh, no, yeah, the scene. The scene. Oh. I was, how would you, we should try to get the mech scene as a trending hashtag. Mech scene. Uh, copyright Gavin Sharma. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I just, um, I, I, you saw it first here. <laughs> hashtag Mexine. Uh, hashtag safe flaggers. Hashtag Mexine. Zane Smith in the live chat says new stuff creates excitement Agreed. and new consumption. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, we also had a very important question back here a second ago. Charles Holton wants to know who's reading Zuby's reads tonight. Here's what I'd like to do. If anyone out there would like to do the reads for us, I'll send you a copy of them. Record it on your phone. Uh, or or and, and send it to us. Oh, and we'll let you. We'll let you guys do the reads. Um, you could put your own spin and flair on it. We'd love to do that. That'd be cool, Charles. I'm looking at you. Send me an email, George. Hey, uh, we'll send you a copy of of, of the reads, and uh, we'll see how see how you perform. Um, Calvin <laughs> in the live chat. Calvin Caswell says, uh, "Hey, it's Calvin from Flag Raiders. I'm moving away on Saturday, but thanks for giving me the best experience a young man could ask for. I know I wasn't your best." But I always tried and uh, tried hard and uh, yeah, amazing. And with Calvin, a smile. thank okay. you. And we yeah. are we apologize for not being able to employ you this year until you moved away. I'll, there's nothing we can do. But if you want to send a letter to someone, we'll, we have the addresses. It'd be fantastic for you to send a letter, you know, stating what you just said. That you know shows that you make we we did make a difference in your in your life yeah. and calvin we would love to have you back at some point point. and yeah, you know I, calvin that i liked you better than joe did 
So just putting it out there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> nice just try. saying. You know, but I mean, it was character, it was character building and development. Uh, Calvin, yeah. we certainly appreciate uh, your contribution to the sport of paintball, Absolutely. repping, and just being you know just the general guy who is just happy go lucky all the time around the field. Absolutely. So wish you the best in your future endeavors, and make sure you remember where your roots are and uh, come back and join us for some GPU. For sure. Uh, Wolf Critchlow in the li- live chat says that he's going to do the reads and do a video. I'm paraphrasing again, but. Uh, yeah. If you, so again, if you guys would like to do any, if you guys would like to do our reads, um, we'll send you the copy. Do your own version. It would be awesome. We would we would be very flattered with that. Um, before we get into our reads, let's have a quick uh, quick uh, powwow here about playing. And we're gonna watch you guys in the live chat. Do you guys play to win, or do you play just to have fun? And we want you guys to be honest on this. And uh, yeah, a lot of you guys have sent in your 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 um, your comments. Armageddon Sports says both uh, because winning, winning is fun. Um, John Hoffmeister says playing for the win is fun. Yeah, Steve Tiffin, I always try to win, but I'm just out there to shoot my friends and get shot just for fun. Um, Paintball 100 says both. I play to have fun and win. If I lose, it's not the end of the world. Lesson learned. Tom Palmer, bragging rights is good for the, good with this cat. Wow. Um, Matt Hoops, I play for fun. Unless there's money to be won, then definitely winning matters. Eric Park in the live chat says, I play for fun. And Elliot Darno says, always for fun. But when the masks go down, it's to win. Drew Nelson, the only reason I play now is for fun. It's not like 20 years ago when winning meant true sponsorship deals and contracts, actual prizes, and real cash that covered the event and travel. And you had leftover cash to cover the next event. And that existed. Jared Skibo so. says winning is definitely more fun, but not a requirement for the game to be an absolute blast. I, I can't remember if it was bad. I think it was Bad Company. Their first sponsorship with Brass Eagle was like several hundred thousand dollars or something big. It was a big sponsorship, but it wasn't cash. It was just product. So they had all the Brass Eagle product yeah, right, to, to sell. sell Kyle yeah. Swenson, I'm very competitive and I always <clears throat> go for the win. But honestly, I don't care if my teener side wins or not. I just enjoy shooting people. Shooting. 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 Charles Happy Holton says, uh, in tournament, my goal is to embarrass the over-serious. In a big game, my goal is to be popular, draw fire. And on a wreck day, my goal is to set the newbie up for a kill, flags, grabs, point score, slash, whatever. Uh, the priority is to have fun and put on a show. Great ambassador of the sport. Keegan Barton for Fun 100. Tommy um. la 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 the, Mac, the Hawaiian guy. The risks I have it to take is for fun. Andrew Woodward says, a little Rocky Cagnoni says, we don't play to win or lose. We just play to ruin somebody's day. <laughs> I love I like that. that. <laughs> uh, Corey Ames on the live chat says, I play to win, but winning is a solid plus. We are, uh, wins are, are good for the soul, but L's are good for learning uh, what you did not to do again. Absolutely. Robert Hansen, a top fan. I always play to win, but when it stops being fun, it's time to stop playing. Uh, Dwayne King, uh, you got that who go. enjoys a bag of chips, he says, "Fun, fun, fun." I don't. Uh, I didn't know it was supposed to. I was supposed to win. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Gavin, what do you do? Play, play to win or have fun? Um, so I only play recreational now and big games. So my goal, one hundred percent, regardless of what you're doing, is to have fun. Because uh, I always find myself the first person shot off the break or uh, in the dead box. Um, so I always play to have a great time. The win is nice. I don't intentionally start a game thinking I'm, I'm, I want to lose. Uh, but as long as people are smiling and having a great time, and then we move into the next topic area in terms of where we're eating next. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, all about, it's all about me for fun. It's all about food. Yeah. I am... I will admit I am super competitive. I could be playing a competitive game of speedball or I could be playing with my friends on a rental night or rental afternoon. And my problem is I'm everything that I do, I'm competitive on. So I know that. And when I go out there, I try to not be a tool. And I know because you wipe on rec ball days. Absolutely. I wipe on rentals. <laughs> yeah. If they're not smart enough to know I'm wiping on them. Watch. <laughs> You guys. No, but it, it, it is the it is a problem. And the thing is, um, being super competitive too, you you have to learn that when you get hit, you know, not to take it so serious, but also again, like people were saying in the live chat, learn from it. And you know, if you're not getting shot out, you're not learning and you're not getting better. So, having said that, you've heard and watched me play 
heard after. You dummy! You idiot! I know. Oh, crazy. It's like, why is he yelling at that guy? No, he's yelling at himself. <laughs> yelling at himself. <laughs> That's right. He missed that kid's <laughs> hopper. Couldn't get it off. So yeah, I, I I I will honestly say I'm super competitive, and even just like if we just go out and play as friends, I really try to just pull it back. And I don't know. It's just the way I am. What about you, Joe? Um, I think I'm more of just uh, I'm out for to have fun and get dressed up and go out with my friends, hang around, have some banter, and, and play some paintball. I think. I'm not that competitive. I just... But guys, guys like me have to learn from Joe and the fact that, you know, paintball for me used to be really fun when I started out and, you know, I'd go to the old field and I'd hear, I'd listen to, you know, how we're taking you back to Vietnam and this is the this is the game and this is the thing and your adrenaline's running and you're listening to the storyline and you're, you know, you're, you're the one that wants to go capture that flag and run that prop in and stuff like that. That was when paintball was really fun for me. Um, but it still exists, right? It does. It does. And, and, and you just have to let it exist, man. Yeah. So it's just, it, it you know, it's like, you just got to lose yourself in the game. You can't, it can't just be all about I that. just want to, you know, talk about um, this fellow message this morning on the Flag Raider Facebook page. And he said, 645A, hey, Joe, just signed the petition. I haven't played paintball in a long time. I wanted to send you guys my best i played paintball i played at flag Raiders back in the late 80s early 90s with groups from canada's wonderlands bracket employees and i organized a few events in university i thought i'd share some pictures from back then he attached four group photos when he was 15 years old at the original flag very very original flaggers it says now i'm 46 keep keep fighting the good fight brother hope you guys find a new home like that that to me you know that was this morning i read that you know here's a guy that played with flag raiders in in the late 80s early 90s as a young kid signed our petition and he still had the group photographs we used to send everybody in the mail a group photograph with a nice thank you letter and he sent me images of his groups and groups photos pretty pretty amazing that's you know that 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 that's the that's the stuff that makes that you know this fight has been going on since January and it makes me want to keep fighting the fight and not pack it in yeah, is when you get when you get something like that you know out of the blue it makes it, it does make you feel good that you're doing something good and you've done something good for for someone you've created a man a life a lifelong memory for somebody obviously cuz you know he he took the time to, to to compose those kind words. Anyway, sorry guys. I st- no, I no, no, no. It, it, it's not. It's not, not a bad a ra- rant. Not a rant. But, but I mean, uh, you know. so I know this is uh, specific to flag hitters, but it's really universal uh, people's experiences of paintball field, right? And that translates to all aspects of their life, right? So you meet friends there. It could be a one and done, but those memories last a lifetime, right? And so yeah. uh, it. it all feels if you can support them that's fantastic yes charles holton that's it that's a corona <laughs> yeah and he's getting pretty pissed off you guys you guys shuttled it away he says you need to open it <laughs> i saw it he was sitting there the whole show i didn't realize that yeah and you better shut your mouth charles or i'm going to take you down in a game of tiddlywinks but yeah i saw no, your comment but that, that's why <laughs> that's why supporting paintball feels is so incredibly important because the impact it has on an individual uh, has lifelong um, consequences, right? That that are fantastic. That you can make friends there, or just the experience alone that you carry. What thirty? What was the well, email like? 30, 35 years year, later. Yeah, yeah. 30, 31 years or something. He's forty six. He was fifteen. Like that. That's that's a yeah. long. Time. And you're still thinking about it. Yeah. You're reaching out to a, a field that you you went to. So every time you step onto a field, be that ambassador, right? Yeah. Create that memory for people. I think. Uh, okay, so I played a couple of sporting sports ball games in my life i've played softball and you know i've done other hobbies and stuff but i will say paintball is one of those sports that has adrenaline all the time when you're playing and it's easy to make friends and the camaraderie that you share with people that you know um you know when you're under fire and the stories you guys share that goes a long way i mean i played softball for years and i don't think i had a fun story or you know you know what i mean like I, I don't know, uh, but with paintball, there's something uh, there's something about very that. different about the experiences you have on the field yeah. and off the field. It's like when I won more championships. Yeah. I had new mechanical markers. I had new electronic markers. Hell, new territory with the uh, new Magfed division. Ladies and gentlemen, get something from Planet Eclipse and take on the world. Huh? When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Yep. 
Pick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in the United States of America by Brent Davis and his crew. Hit up AirUps.com. Dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On and off the field, Ruthless will keep you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your next order. If you wondered what Ruthless looks like on a striking individual, I'm wearing a Ruthless t-shirt right now. It's the behind the bunker amazing one. So check it out later on. Boom. You are striking. Striking out. Thick welded <laughs> seat. <laughs> That's something to be proud of. <laughs> Whatever. Hi, is that a high five moment? I don't know yeah, I mean, we can high five. <laughs> After the thick welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes air... Oh, I just did that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. So make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide. High five. Sorry, Ed Evans. <laughs> Gavin got very excited. Oh. Uh, <laughs> hack your commute and dominate any terrain. Snowboard all season with this self-balancing board that feels like carving fresh powder all year. With its 12 to 18 mile or... 20 to 28 kilometer mile range uh, and hands-free operation. You can crush boredom and want to never <laughs> stop it. riding. Shop now at fi- ride519.com and get 10% off your order by using code BTB10. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to do the reads for us... Do it better than what I just did. <laughs> no, send, thought, a, send us an email and we'll send you, you the crush. reads. I thought our reads were pretty good tonight. They are you know, unique. And, I thought the segue was perfect. Okay. Yes, the so, initial one. Uh, of all the reads this evening, getting into it with your segue... It was like yeah. a Ride 519 product. It was it was an innovator. I'm being an innovator. Not much, not 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 any different than DLX. They are true industry innovators with some of the lightest and fastest and sleekest hardware in paintball, ladies and gentlemen. DLX has the power to get you to the podium. And boy, oh boy, that's where you want to be. So Charles, he says he's waiting on my email. And uh, Wolf, we're looking at you, my friend. Oh. <laughs> if you guys would like to uh, participate. Yeah, if you guys participate, let us know. And uh, congratulations to Robert Hansen. He says, Gavin, my Corona's open. <laughs> he just opened his. Nice. <laughs> there we go. All right. So what do we have left on the show? We still have uh, another topic. But before we do that, I want to I want to show you guys this. Um, sorry, man. I'm going to load up the image one more time if I can find it. So here it is. So famous. This is a hard-covered paintball book. If you're looking for something for your coffee table... Uh, your desk, your bureau, your bathroom, and you want a hardcover book, check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Is it all speedball or does it have real paintball in it? Uh, Well, let's find out. I think 1999 to 2005 is when tournament paintball and professional paintball became a thing. It really became viable. You know, everybody was trying to like go big. Everybody was trying to be famous. Everybody was trying to move it to the next level. In the blink of an eye, it moved from the woods to an air ball field to parking lots of professional football stadiums. You started to see tournament paintball flirt with the mainstream. Those five years were, were so foundational to the evolution and creation of tournament paintball as it exists today. And we had a front row seat to that. At a time of rapid change, a new group of players, photographers, designers, and filmmakers changed forever how the world saw paintball and how paintball saw itself. In the middle of it all was Paint Magazine. Started as an independent magazine by a small group of friends, Paint provided an intimate, irreverent look at what happened both on and off the field and inside the lives of the players like no one had before. So much of what we tried to do was to pull that lens back and show people the entire story. The paintball wasn't just what happened on the field. Our interests were more what happens back at the hotel. What does it look like when they wake up in the morning in their apartments and load up the car and drive to the field? Now exactly 20 years after its debut, the original team behind paint has reunited to tell the story of that time and how it changed paintball forever. The group of people that made Paint Magazine have stayed in touch. The majority of us are still in Chicago. We want to take the time frame that Paint Magazine existed in and we want to memorialize it in a very paint way with a physical object that looks at not only the publication, but the years that the publication existed. This is about 
having something you can hand another person. This is having something that sits on your coffee table or in your kitchen or in your bathroom that you can touch and you can look through. Famous is a limited edition hardcover book collecting hundreds of photos that have been digitally remastered, along with stories and interviews from one of the most revolutionary eras of tournament paintball. In a lot of ways, I think this book is the secret history of pro paintball as it exists today. And it's going to be an opportunity for people to go back and either see it, that history for the first time or relive that history. This is the story behind the stories. From the rise of electronic guns to the war between the two leagues, the creation of X-Ball, the quest to bring paintball to television, and the emergence of superstar players. This project is a labor of love for everyone involved, and we're turning to the paintball community to help bring it to life. Famous is your opportunity to own a piece of paintball history, created by the team who documented it all as it was happening. This is the story of how a game became a sport. All right, so there you go. Great, great, uh, great commercial, great, uh, great preview for it. And if you guys want to find out more information, go to uh, famous.com, and it's F8MOUS.com. Um, I'd buy that for for my my thing. My, for sure. My, my, uh, I, think, I, think I, I don't I, think you can. I think it, I think it, it was. I done. saw it today. I think okay. you can actually buy some. Um, uh, it was posted. Uh, John Dresser posted it today. I saw. Um, so check it out if you guys are interested. But regardless, I think that would be something I'd like to have. I don't know if that I would, you know, I, I think it was seventy nine or ninety nine bucks I saw. Right. But I mean, it's a hard copy book and it's it's limited edition and it'd be pretty cool to have. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool to have. Our Archie Ammons in the uh, chat says he loves his copy, so it's his favorite coffee table book. Hmm. His wife's not so much. <laughs> there you go. And I posted the link, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to do our reads, there's an email. Send us a, a, a an email, and uh, we'll send you back a copy of our reads. Um, so let's uh, let's get into tonight's uh, second topic, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and I know this. Uh, Sort of upsetting to Gavin, but no, he it's did near, get near an, to my heart. He did get an opportunity to go uh, travel with us to Extravaganza last year, and it was um, we found ago. we Extravagant. two years ago, and we found some good dining. So he kind of gets it, but it still doesn't enjoy the the discussion. Get but. it? Like, this is not like rocket science. <laughs> it's not like I have to sit down with a tutor. You're eating, damn it. Do you like it? It's good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, basically, we starved Gavin for a couple of days while we were away, and then whatever we gave him it was They're still delicious. not feeding me. Look. <laughs> So what do you guys think? Um, I posted a uh, I posted a picture of Moose Winooski's, and a ton of you guys commented that that's where you go after right. after the game. And and I get that everybody's on you know not everybody has an unlimited budget and whatever, but there's always that favorite place that you just crave when you're really hungry. And a local been... haunt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Final Boss Paintball says I could absolutely crush like thirty wings. <laughs> After a game, yeah. Baggio asks, guys, I should not have liked the Golden Crow as much as I did Ugh. one time after a game. Usually pizza, though. Yeah, I don't know if I could do an all-you-can-eat buffet after oh. a big no, game. No, there's no way. I Sushi. I, so we've done that a couple of times, yeah, but it true. just doesn't sit right after a day of running around shooting each other. Right? Only, if, yeah. only if it's from a gas station. Ooh, yeah. Subway's great, too. I thought you liked to go for tapas. I do, yeah. So <laughs> it's the olives that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Manuel Garda says, uh, "In and Out Burger." Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, got producer Matt drooling James over there. James Huffy says Taco Bell. That's not a bad. Thing now to I have to admit that's a guilty pleasure. Yep. I'll go to Taco Bell maybe twice a year, and it's always good. It's regretful, absolutely, but it's always uh, good. Okay, so I, it, for me, I well, you don't get ramifications. No, well, it depends on the amount that I eat. I don't eat it often, but every so often it'll pop up like on a social media site advertisement, right? Yeah. It's like 400 tacos for 10 bucks. We're deep right. rush. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were at uh, PAX a couple years ago, and uh, we had flown in, and we hadn't eaten anything, and we were told to go right from the airport to the event because we had lots of work to do. And we, we, uh, we traveled yeah. with... Uh, Justice Reaper, and we try. Tra- tra- he's gonna kill me every time I say that. I, and- I always, cr- I always cross out his last name on Facebook <laughs> and go David Justice. Not, yeah. I, I always. And we were down there with like Wolf and Alabaster. Well, anyways, yeah. we get down there to the to the venue, and they'd all eaten lunch, but they had bought like 
don't know if they bought a hundred tacos from Taco Bell, but there was a bunch of them left, and they're like, "Have at them." And I'm not a soft taco guy I like the hard shells, but they were there at soft, and we crushed those things. And I have to say, that was the best taco I've ever had in my life. Just we were so hungry, <laughs> yeah. right? But there's something about those but that's, Taco that's Bells. That's Taco Bell's market when you're starving right? yeah. or hungover, yeah. or hungover coming or high. late from the bar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Tommy, Tommy Guns. I used to hit Boston Pizza after a day at Flaggers, but that won't happen anymore. Unlikely. Devin Swartz, Longhorn Steakhouse for the win. Mm. Ryan Weigard, the closest place with beer. I'm calling Bravo go. Sierra because Tommy Guns also has another entry. Oh, he, uh, he likes his food. Well, uh, well uh, <laughs> it could be true uh, because he said pizza in his hot tub in his backyard. Ah, so oh, it could have been nice. it could have been Boston pizza in his hot tub. That's true. <laughs> Richard uh, Junior says any buffet. Really? Sadly, I don't know. Like, okay, maybe where you guys are listening to in your neck of the wood, but where we are, I don't know that buffets are going to be a thing anymore. I don't know. I, I'm sure it will come back. They'll come back yeah. at some point. Um, but I, I'm 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 a little bit confused. Um, maybe this is a cultural, or maybe it's just because I'm not a professional eater. Could you do a buffet after playing paintball all day, though? You can, but the problem is you're not going to make smart decisions, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna overload your plate it's not gonna, value no it, it's gonna be nasty you could go and have like a nice light lunch like a light salad with some chicken and whatever oh, but you're on, gonna I have like you're gonna have steak fried chicken and turkey on your plate at the same time right so like anyway uh, i know it's not my turn to answer but after a day of playing i just want something quick tasty and greasy <laughs> yeah uh, and, but i don't want to make it a whole evening either right it's just like it's in and out and uh, yeah. that, was, that was for Matt, by the way. <laughs> uh, Andrew Captain says, straight to the crab legs of the buffet. Oh, so yeah. here's a tip for if you ever get to go. We have a buffet called the Mandarin in our area, and they had all-you-can-eat snow crabs. So what you do as you're getting seated, especially when you have a large group, you don't go to your table. You go to the seafood buffet, and you watch. And if there was fresh crab dumped, you grab two dinner plates, stack them, and fill it full of crabs. So you have a, you have a you know, filled plate and an empty plate underneath to put all your remnants. And then you pick up the back of the trail of the waitress and uh, and go to your table with the full with the full plate. But even before your drinks hey, come. What I missed about that too is they had a little some guy in the back with a Dremel tool yeah. doing like pre-cut lines so you oh, can just snap it. I know. <laughs> yeah, pre-cut crab legs were the best. Uh, Jeff Sanders says after a big game, he just wants anything that isn't nailed down. Hear that. It's like a night at the bar. Okay, so Mike Swanson, sorry, go well, ahead. Go ahead, there you go. So Mike Swanson says, uh, right off, uh, somebody's grill uh, that took the time and effort to bring it to the field, and this oh. is, the, you know, all a person really wants is to put a smile on your face, small ribs, pulled pork, barbecue yeah. burgers, all that stuff. So, like, Jesus. Ryan Sexy uh, sexy Sexton uh, with his yeah. sneaky peats, he's a, he's a great I guy. I get that as a Saturday night if you're staying over. Sure. But on a Sunday, Sunday or uh, if you're going to an event and or you're leaving. Back, yeah. I'm not staying at the field. Like, no disrespect, and I appreciate people's cooking. And even if Ryan was cooking, I would try to maybe grab something from the road. But I don't want to stay. I want to get to a restaurant. I want to get get that ball rolling and get home. Yeah. Um, ben Allen says, Ethel's Lounge pulled yes. pork. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That'd be yes. good. Andrew Domlin yes. taking, talking event or practices. Because after practice, you go to Harvey's. Um, then after an event, you go for a team dinner. Yeah, there you go. William T. Forbes the third says pick up barbecue after a good day at the field with the team. That's a good one. And Pamela Ewell, our place is Zaxby's. Uh, used to be Zaxby's, now it's Longhorns. Uh, That's Robo- a Devin Devin Schwartz at Longhorn Steakhouse. Rob Odell says, What a burger. Uh, for me it makes a bad day good and a good day even better. Yeah. Um, Jason Antle, his comment just says childish comment deleted. I'm glad he rethought it. Um, and I don't know if this will be the last comment of the night, but Ryan DeMello, uh, what he prefers to eat or snack on when he gets home after an event, nothing like a big fat booty. Oh, Matthew Logan, Matthew, Matthew Logan said this location has shown in the picture. Aaron Dill said the picture, place in the picture, John Curtin, a whale in the ale. Lots of local, lots of local eateries. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what, maybe that's what, what I'm, Ryan DeMello was talking about whale in the ale. <laughs> but having said that, uh, so uh, the the panel here is a frequent guest of the Moose Winooskis after shooting people. Yeah. Yep. And why? Because for like 20 or 38 years, after the event, uh, events, days, whatever, we go, we eat wings, we eat nachos, and they are paintball friendly. So finding an establishment that is paintball friendly too uh, right. is, is makes all the difference. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. 
Um, Matt Leaguer 7 in the live YouTube chat says, Todd's Chinese buffet game is strong. <laughs> but, okay, you have to remember, when we used to go to these buffets, we'd go there with just, it wouldn't just be a family. It would be like 10, 12, 15 people because yeah. it, it was an event when we went. It was either for a stags or after events, stuff like that. So you could be that chump and sits sits down at the table while everyone else is getting themselves sorted out and the waitress is taking drinks. Or you could be the superstar that's coming back with crab legs and uh, waiting it out while, uh, while and it's happening. And using the soup bowl for ice cream. Yes, yes. That's, I use a soup bowl for ice cream, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny how they hide the, the soup dinner, bowls far the from the ice cream the dinner, trough. The, the salad plate for your dessert plate underneath your soup bowl. Yeah. <laughs> makes for makes more, way more sense. And you want to stay away. I, I don't get why buffets, like people at buffets grab buns and loaves of bread and You're, that's filler baby it's yeah. filler and croissants yeah they look good but save it for breakfast get rid of the don't eat the mashed potatoes stay away from the rice and the chow mein just no, get, no pasta no it's 100 yeah, like yep. protein it's all meat, it. baby <laughs> yeah and the nice thing about having a plate full of crab legs is they're intertwined like a like a lincoln log or a jenga and it holds the structural integrity of your plate so you can then put chicken wings on top you can put other things so so when I finish my meal, I want to see bones and cartilage everywhere. It's like I don't want to be pushing around broccoli. I don't want any uh, any, any pasta. It's it's all carnivore all the time. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, stay away from the roast beef in the turkey section because they're 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 carving it and they're taking their time. That's valuable time that you could be back at the table eating crab legs. Because your brain is still recognizing you're full, and <laughs> that is a mistake. That's right. It's got to be fast. That's right. And take a loop around the buffet a couple times first, uh, just to sort of you know, loosen up those stomach Sniff. muscles. Yeah. And have someone on point for when they see the buffet workers, when they take away the old crappy crab and they bring out the steaming pot, that's when there should be bells going off in your head and going, you know what, I'm only halfway done my plate, but I'm going to go get a refill. Hey, crab legs coming back out. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Oh. That's why you stagger <laughs> that's everyone why, going that, to the... That's why it's important to have a team, yeah. right? You know, there are people on the team. The captain eats first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the prospects will have to watch for the crabs. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I guess that's why you have prospects. It's not to further your camp. It's for proper eating. A buffet team. Yeah, I will. Okay, so I'll admit, I seen a couple of your pictures from OXCC this weekend, and I miss going to Super Game. But you bastards are posting pictures of long picnic tables covered in paper and fresh oh, crab legs. Oh, I saw that boil. Crab boil. Didn't, that boil. boil. Didn't that look good with the corn oh, and stuff? God. Thanks again for the invites, <laughs> jerk asses. Sorry we couldn't make it. Yeah, damn borders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that, this is the time of year where we like to do a, a, a crab or a like a, a boil, but it's like you go to the seafood places and look at the prices with the borders closed, and they're just they're they're nasty. They're nasty right now. Um, Miss Jackson, if you're lucky. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, <laughs> yes. here's what's going to happen. If you guys haven't liked and shared our Facebook content, please do so. Uh, we'd love it if you guys could share it, tag some of your friends, even post it in some of your uh, your personal paintball groups. That would be awesome. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, don't go anywhere. We're going to continue to broadcast over there, even though it looks like we're turning everything off. We're not. We're going to stay broadcasting on YouTube for a little while longer. And if you're listening to us as a podcast, uh, don't go anywhere as well. We're going to be coming right back. And ladies and gentlemen, for all of you guys that are trolling through cat videos right now on Facebook, you know you can download this as a, as a, a podcast and hear it in its entirety while you're driving in your car, while you're working, while you're at school, all that kind of stuff. So uh, anywhere that you get, get uh, behind the bunker or your podcast, you can get behind the bunker. So thank you guys uh, for watching at home. If you're watching on, YouTube, uh, on Facebook, we'll see you next week. Everyone else, uh, we'll talk to you shortly. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Okay, so what did we learn from this episode today? Buffets. How soon? Crab Strategic boils. buffets. <laughs> yeah. how, how, honestly, how long do you think... I know it's regional right now, but do you honestly think buffets are going to come back? And, I do. Yeah. Do I you do. think people are going to forget this whole nonsense and... 
I think they will. Uh, I don't want to get. I, and Matt's gonna roll his eyes. No. I don't want to get into COVID talk too. Short but I think, and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's it's gonna ebb and flow in terms of numbers, and but now we're looking at hospitalizations as vaccination rates go up. So I think they'll be returned to somewhat normal again. I think buffets will. That that was the bread so, and butter. I don't think. I, I think people yeah. go to some of those crappier restaurants. And I hate to say it, Todd. Uh, the one you mentioned, Mandarin. Yeah. Not ideal. It was no. about the qual uh, quantity, not quantity. That's right. Or, or it was an, it was an inexpensive yeah. guarantee you're going to fill up, and and when you're going with picky eaters as well or a large group, you, everyone yes. can sort themselves out there. So I I follow Disney. Don't ask me why, but I follow them uh, pretty regularly, and their buffet or sorry their restaurants are slowly starting to open, and a lot of them have limited menus, and they're slowly starting to roll out their full menus, but any buffet. Uh, that they have on property they're not scheduled to reopen and the ones that have opened are on menu service now only right so and disney is far far ahead of us right now in florida with their opening and and, and lack of restrictions in certain areas so if if they're still not at the buffet section i don't think we're going to be at the buffet for quite some time okay so that was my point and 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 i mean you know buffets are big especially in in florida and at disney because that's that's a great place again for quick food and quick whatever but yeah unfortunately that's not happening uh jimmy buffett as happy holton says that's a whole other thing cheeseburger in paradise mm. <laughs> who's saying if you like pina coladas that's not jimmy buffett that's yes. uh oh i don't know who does that why would you put us on the spot like that make us look like idiots i just <laughs> I, okay pardon me for giving you some sort of clout <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I thought you were still on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all about the vibes, baby. Escape. Just feeling the vibes. Escape. Yeah, it's called Escape by, by who? Rupert Holmes. Okay. He does good work. <laughs> <laughs> he does. So that's yeah, all Rupert I... Holmes. Like, like Forrest Gump would say, that's all I have to say about that. Um, all I got to say about I watched a movie this week, uh, two nights ago on Amazon Prime. I know it's about drumming. But forget that it's a drumming movie. It's called Whiplash. Okay. Great movie. Good for you. And it was a 97 point something rating on like a Rotten Tomatoes. And I, I happened to hear an, an interview of J.K. Simmons on the radio. And it was an it was a replay uh, from years ago. But um, he was talking about that movie and how great it was and all that sort of stuff. So I just checked it out. I started watching it 15 minutes in. I was hooked. Um, so I, I, a couple days later, I finished it. Jeez. It was... Uh, it was awesome. How could you do that? Like, pause and come back to it? What do you mean? It's a movie. Jeff, yeah, but... What I mean, do you mean? <laughs> How could you not watch a movie in, in its entirety in yeah. one sitting? You know, it's not, okay, it's well, it's not I, a okay. book. Right? I turned it on about 10.30 at night the other night. Yeah. Okay. Right? But... So I watched it for about a half an hour, 45 minutes, and then I went to bed. You're like, oh, that's and then not, I, I'll resume in the morning? What and, the hell's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, and then the next night, I went, I went and I laid down in bed. I turned it back on, and there it was. The only thing you can do that was with the, the Born Identity Jaws 2, which has been on yeah, TV but, okay, lately. Well, how, how short is your memory? I get my popcorn. <laughs> okay, but I'm also not sitting in a Dolby theater. Okay. You know, Matt has the experience, and I get that. But, like, I'm watching on an iPhone at night when I'm laying in my bed with headphones on. Okay. Right? So you should join Gavin on the caboose with your bindle because you're doing a hobo <laughs> movie right. watching. I'm gonna t- <laughs> Jeff Thompson said buffets are alive and well here in Alberta Good. right now. Alberta's a little crazy in Canada, but that's okay. Um, so, Todd, I was going to ask you again, what was the name yeah. of that movie? Because I had really bad luck the last two random movies I picked. Yeah. Whiplash, Whiplash. Okay, yeah. I, I need some. I need. Uh, I need a Redeemer movie. And, okay, that I, I can watch full yeah. without pausing and sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Coming back on a Wednesday, you'll like it. Turn the sound up. It's actually really well done. And I, I will say that I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of, of drums. I'm not a drummer. I've tried guitars and pianos and all the usual stuff, but drums I could never do. But it wasn't about the drumming. It was about. It, it was a. It was good. It was. Okay. It was well done. All right. Um, but you're right. Like these random movies that we tried starting so many things that have just turned out to be crap. And so for the last couple of movies I watched, which are crap, 
I was time committed already. Like I, I'm, I'm already mm-hmm. in the pot. I'm pot committed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I've invested too much time. I know it's still going to be crap, but I can't bring myself yeah. to stop and start another movie. I've, I've gotten so frustrated. We've been watching trailers on Amazon to see what the movies would be right. like. And I've given up halfway through the trailer. I'm like, I know how this is going <laughs> to end, right? Like it's like a rom-com. It's a ridiculous <laughs> yeah. rom-com, right? Hallmark but, um, movie. So we did watch uh, <laughs> last night um, Pink, the, uh, the documentary. Okay, was that good? It was very good. But the thing is, I love anything that's behind the scenes of like big music concerts okay right like you're gonna laugh at this but there's a great documentary about journey how they found the new singer sure yeah great movie right great documentary movie and like stuff like that i really enjoy um so right. i mean i'm up i'm up, if anyone has a suggestion for anything like that i'd, I'd be down on prime 5g about uh 5g towers and sort of the protest against oh. it it's not it's only about a half an hour I would recommend you take. And a what's look it at called? It. I'll write it down. It's like five G. Five G, like the brain-inducing. Well, I mean 5G. That, that they speak to that, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's supposed to set off my chip in my arm. Yes, and yeah. you know, if you get a vaccine, then you could fly. All between the towers. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're within range. Right? Dwayne King says he's got a Yamaha DTX 450K right beside him. How's your paradiddles? That's drummer. Or speak. double paradiddles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Good for you, Todd, knowing that. Okay, so I took drums in, in school. I was a percussionist too growing yeah. up. Yeah, so I took... My parents... Okay, this is a complete scam. I may have told this before. So I took a lot of music in school, and I really enjoy it. And uh, they had this guy that came into our house one night. My mom saw maybe a coupon and a, and a whatever. Anyways, the guy came over with a couple instruments and tested the proficiency of my brother and I. And, you know big surprise i was mr hey this guy really is good i would encourage him to come to our royal conservatory of music mm-hmm. and pay this much money and get lessons right so my parents paid out x amount of dollars of course due to the scam and i learned how to play the piano and i gave up on the piano because i wanted to try the guitar so i tried the guitar and then what did i do i did something else but it was i oh violin so i, I did all the that best instrument to learn all yeah parents love that i know <laughs> Well, I think I did that for revenge at the time. <laughs> revenge of the but, um, versus the recorder. But I, 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 I always enjoyed music, and and uh, I was part of a band for like a minute. We had a rehearsal studio. We had a band name. We had, but yeah, it was it was whatever. We were not even good. But yeah, I, I drums was never something that I could honestly do. I tried my best. I just couldn't keep the rhythm. The rhythm, even though it was going to get me, I couldn't. And Pat and Steve, rhythm is uh, a gro- Pat and Steve, growing up uh, <laughs> since I was the drummer. I hosted all the jams, baby. Did you? Yes. My poor Trinidadian parents listening yeah. to all this crazy crap from another basement. Matt, all he did was pump up the jam. He did. Yeah, while his feet were stumping. <laughs> and the beat was pumping. <laughs> all right. We're Dwayne, old. We suck. Dwayne King <laughs> I, says my paradiddles suck. <laughs> all right. Anyways, Bobby Doust says I play drums and the kazoo at the same time. Look at you. Wow. Wow. Do you have like a suitcase that has like a foot drum and a harmonica? Yeah, like one of those one-man bands. <laughs> that's all you need, drums and kazoo. Yeah, that's great. What were we talking about anyway? Matawa oh. pronounced Matt Wand minus the D is a great movie. Interesting. All right. I'll have to sure. try that one too. Where is that on? Yeah, what platform? Uh, ha- and what country? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I do have to say I'm really enjoying Amazon lately. It's not me. You just, no, no, no. The fact that you go on, it loads up right away. I don't know. Netflix is kind of laggy. Well, at least in Canada for sure. Milo uh, and yeah. I watched Zero Dark Thirty the other day, and I hadn't watched it for a while. It was good. I wonder if Mr. Dressup would have been on the air longer if he had darn tough socks for his sock puppets, said Jeff he Thompson. Oh, <laughs> deep. Very Tag, deep. Tagged our tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the name of his puppets? There was Casey, Casey and Finnegan. Finnegan. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Finnegan is what they should, or Casey's what they should have used for Chucky. That would have traumatized many, it many sure Canadian would. children. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for waxing poetic with us on uh, nothing, really. Yeah, for we our had, after show. This was the worst after show ever. <laughs> no, it was all right. <laughs> Can we get a drum roll out? Paradol. <laughs> Boom. There we go. All right. Well, thank you, Gavin, for being on the show tonight. Always great to be here, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're listening to us in the podcast world, please hit www.change.org backslash save flag raiders. 
uh, and please sign the petition. You don't have to donate money, but you know, help out the cause to get the field up and running again. Joseph? Uh, yes, I'm just pinning that right now. I was just typing it. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and we'll see everybody next week. Awesome. Thanks, Matt, for pushing the buttons, yep. and we'll see everyone next week.